hello, hello, hello. This is Siri back again with He Said Pour It Out podcast. So to my old followers, you know that we're doing a 10-day fast. And to my new followers, we are on our sixth day of our 10-day fast. And the Lord has led me to interview 10 people each day of our fast. So again, like I said, we're on day six. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Pastor Michael C. Robinson of Ypsilon Community Church. So thank you for being here, Pastor. Thank you for having me on He Said, Pour It Out. I'm so grateful and thankful just to be a part of this platform today. And I know that God is doing some great things on your platform. And my prayers are with you, Prophetess Siri Hutchison. Keep doing what God has assigned you to do during this season. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Um, well, I'm going to just go ahead and jump right into it. So you called the church on a 10-day water fast. Now, it's not many uh, people or in churches in this day and time that are willing to put their church on a water fast, um, especially for 10 days. They tend to want to cater to the people and put them on a Daniel fast. Um, what is What led you to put the church on a 10-day water fast? Well, first and foremost, um, I think that we as in the church have really have compromised, and we almost have got to the point where we are preaching and teaching an Americanized Jesus, a Jesus that's willing to compromise for the world and versus we getting the world to do what Jesus want us to do. And when I say that is, I've heard people say they're on a 21-day fast at the church, they're on a 40-day fast, but then oftentimes you hear them say that they're fasting from 6 a.m. to noon. Or you'll hear people say that um, we're on a 21-day fast and 21 people have desired to fast one day and they all pray a particular hour or so throughout the 21 days. So we have really compromised the whole entire definition of fasting. I've read several books by a fellow deceased now. He is a powerful evangelist by the name of Franklin Hall. And Franklin Hall, he put in his book at one time, he said that you have people that study Buddhism and study various religions that don't even include Jesus Christ in it. But when you fast for at least seven days on a water fast, there has also helped reverse sicknesses that's in people's body. For example, um, when you're fasting and just drinking nothing but water, it's flushing out all the toxins out your body. So the reason that I wanted us to fast for 10 days, because God spoke to me and told me to put the entire church on a 10-day fast and try to get everyone to sacrifice. We know everyone is not going to be able to do it, and we know everyone is not going to do it. But at the same token, I know that God is going to honor the people that do it, and he's going to move in the ministry. God told me he's going to bless us in three different areas of the ministry, and he said he will definitely allow his glory to be here at Ypsilanti Community Church if we go on this fast. In one of the areas he said that he wanted to bless each and every member at in this ministry is in their family area. He said he want people to create a very strong family relationship. He said if it's just husband and wife and they 
you're not getting along, he said, let's break down the stubbornness because what fasting do it make you? It force you to become humble unto God. And that's why the Chronicle writer allows us to know that God said, if my people who are called by my name, if they will humble themselves and pray, seek my face. Then he said, turn from their wicked ways. He said, I will hear them from heaven. He said, I will forgive them from their sins. And he said, I will heal the land. And we need God to forgive us for our sins. We need God to um, heal the land, and we need him to hear our prayer. So that's why I said 10 days. And the next thing, other than family, we're going to try to look for God to give us a breakthrough in finances. And we know that God is able to do it. And oftentimes we hear people say that we... um, Going into a year, 2024, we want more, or we hear all these cliches, we're going to get breakthrough signs, wonders, and miracles in 2024. Well, God told me, let's get in contact with him. If you draw nigh unto him, he'll draw nigh unto, unto you, and we're going to be in a position where we're going to be able to take back what the enemy has taken from us. So I thank God for that, and he said the next area he's going to bless us in, not just family, not just finances, but he said, He's going to have each and every person here equipped to do outside kingdom work, not just here in the four walls of the church. So last but not least, God said he's going to do this in a 12-month period. He said the first three months, he said it will be a three-month of planting, like you're planting seeds. The scriptures say there's a time to plant, but there's also a time to pluck up that which you have planted. So he said the first three months in finances, he said in family and in outside kingdom building, he said it's going to be three months of planning. When I say kingdom building, maybe perhaps every Thursday a person can go to um, the nursing home from 7 to 8 p.m. at night. Or maybe they said, well, I'm going to go Fridays to the homeless shelter and feed them and minister to them throughout the course of this year. But the first three months is just you planting the seed. It's the time you're going to feel like giving up. You're going to feel like quitting and just thorn in the town. But I know and we know that God said, don't get weary in well-doing because he said in due season, you shall reap if, 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 if on this condition, if you faint not. So we're going to keep the faith. And he's, God showed me the next three months after we get through the planting season, we're going to get to what we call a seeing season where we'll be able to see the thing is coming to pass, or we'll be able to see that it has potential. We'll be able to see that there can be an increase. But then he said the next three months are going to be a reaping season, where we'll be able to pick up the things and reap the blessings that we have set in order and God has established and allowed to come to pass. And then the last three months, he said that it will be a harvest season. He said then the things that we put in place, it'll be working itself then and God said we'll be able to reap the benefits in the last three months. So I'm excited for this year, Prophetess Siri. I'm excited on what God is about to do, and that's why we're fasting, because we're looking for God to show up and show out. And I think that we got to make sacrifices unto him so he's willing to meet us at the place that we made the sacrifice. I don't want to be one of those preachers that just oftentimes sit around and say things like, yeah, 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 turn around three times and you 
grab it. If you if you if you grab it, you're gonna have it. And if you name it, you can claim it. No, no. I think God wants us to do something. If God is a God that stands strongly on the law of reciprocation, the more you put in this thing, the more you will get out. And I apologize, Prophet Sid, for talking so much. I just kind of got excited. You know how I do when the spirits start to move, and I just get a little excited. So don't pay me no mind. No, Pastor, you made me excited because everything you said was powerful and true. I do... Well, it's not that I believe. I know that God spoke to you, and I'm just happy that you are a man of God, and you have an ear to hear what thus said the Lord, and you are. So my next question is, uh, I've talked to, I interviewed Elder Kimani and um, a couple other people from the church, and so this is just kind of a standard question. Um, during the course of the fast, have you, what are your expectations other than what you just told us, and um also, can you please give any advice for the people who um, maybe this is their first fast or they're scared too fast? Well, oftentimes notice that people that try to go on fast is that they always feel as, as if it's a threat if they've never been on a fast. And I say that to say when you're fasting, it's almost like someone is choking you, trying to take your life. So you got to fight and do everything you can to stay alive. And fasting is the exact same thing. The devil is trying to make you eat, give you the desire to eat, to force you to eat. Why? Because this is what your system has been doing for so long. But once you get past that two or three day period, when the fighting is all over, then it's, you're basically at an area of smooth sailing. And it's difficult at times for people who is at their first time of doing anything. But I just encourage people, this is a lifestyle that Jesus encouraged us to live. He said that some go out by fasting and praying. And this is what the Christians have to do in this season. And this is how we can be able to withstand the hand of the enemy. We'll be able to pull on the glory of God. We'll be able to see his anointing. I want to say something. Something, if you don't mind, Prophet Siri. It was years ago God spoke to me, and I think you remember, he told me to go on a 40-day fast. And I went on a 40-day fast, and I drank nothing but water. I lost 68 pounds. I literally almost died. But I thank God that God kept me. And throughout the 40 days, me fasting, God spoke to me, and God showed me his glory. He told me to read every scripture in the Bible about his glory, and he allowed his glory to come into the ministry. From that particular fast, we seen blind eyes open. We seen deaf ears open. We seen a lady that literally died in our ministry. She was 87, 88 years old, and God brought her back from the dead. We seen signs, wonders, and miracles, but you have to put the work in. You have to put the sacrifice in for, to get God's attention, and that's just common law that if you sacrifice things, you got to make a sacrifice in your entire life for everything. If I was on a basketball team, I got to sacrifice and go to practice. I got to sacrifice things out of my normal on my schedule, put this aside and that aside to be able to be competitive. So this is what God wants us to do. He wants us to make sacrifices. We just came off of a 21-day fast, and I thank God we was on the Daniel fast. We didn't just drink water only, and we prayed and asked God to send his glory. As soon as we come off, 11 people got filled with the powerful, precious gift of the Holy Spirit.
Peter speaking in tongues. Eight people got baptized. That day we seen the hand of God move in a powerful way right here in our ministry. So I just thank God. Fasting is indeed required for the children of God. Thank you for that, Pastor. And you're right. I do remember when you went on that 40-day fast. And I re that's actually what gave me the strength um, to to do a water fast after that. Because I'm like, if Pastor could do 40 days, man, I better not complain about my little seven that he put us on. And I did see how God really, really moved in your life. He moved in the ministry. Um, so you have to put in the work in order to get the results. Um so with that being said, you're saying, talking about the, being on a 40-day fast. So what do you say to the people, um, the naysayers that say, oh, you don't, it don't require all of that. You don't have to fast from food and do all that. Because um, I'm sure with you doing a 40-day fast, you had some naysayers. Well, quite naturally you do. But oftentimes when you hear the naysayers and do what the naysayers do, just so happen you're going to get the naysayers results. <laughs> so I just thank God that we can't allow people that's in the flesh that don't believe in the things that God wants us to believe in. We got to walk in the spirit and not walk in the flesh. So I don't really allow the name. When I went on a 48-day fast, there were people who told me, oh, don't ever do that. Um, you could have lost your life. I said, but God told me to do it. So how are you going to tell me? not to do something that God told me to do. So we just got to know that when God tell us something, the naysayers quite naturally, if they're not spiritual, they're going to be against it anyway. Um, that's true. That's true. Because even when I'm at work and they're questioning me on why I'm not eating, I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not hungry. They try. Well, if you're trying to lose weight, that's not the way to do it. And I just ignore them. I don't pay, I feed off into them and change the subject. So... During the course of your 40-day fast, um, is there anything that God's revealed to you that you care to share? Yeah, it is. There's a place in North Carolina called the Moravian Falls. The Moravian Falls is where some of the, the, the nation's pretty well-known prophets like Bob Jones, um, Bobby Connors, um, Charlie Shamp, some of these guys um, um, go there because they believe that there's an open heaven at this falls, and they get revelation, they have angelic visitation. So during the 40-day fast, I think I was on day like 37, I rolled down to the Moravian Falls. It's a small falls. It don't look like what it sounds like. It's, small, it's a falls about cover about a wall in a bedroom. But nevertheless, I went down there and I prayed and prayed and prayed because I'm looking for God to speak to me through an angel. And I just kept praying. I kept praying. And I got so very disappointed. So I, I went back to my hotel room. And as I was in the hotel room, I got on my knees and I just started crying out to Jesus saying, like, Lord, I don't understand this. I'm going down here. I'm on a fast and I'm looking for an angel to appear to me. And just like I'm talking to you, God spoke to me and said, you're looking for an angel. You need to be looking for Jesus to appear to you. And that was enough that I needed to hear. And from that point, when we got to back to the ministry, I came off the fast. Jesus was appearing in our ministries on a many occasions. So I just thank God for that. I'm glad you shared that. Um, you said 
towards the end of your fast because I know people tend to get discouraged during the course of the fast when they're fasting, they're asking for for um, whatever it is they're asking for God and he they don't receive it or they haven't heard or they tend to get discouraged. Um, so that was a great point. Do you want to add anything to that for those who may have fast in the past and um, or in those who are fasting now that didn't receive or uh, what they have been asking for and may be discouraged? Well, Jesus said, fast and pray. Sometimes we go on diets and we don't pray. And I know every time you really open up to God and you lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily besets you, God is going to move. Fasting don't make you closer to God. What it does is it clear out all of the areas that stop in the relationship from you and God. So you can hear him better. You can talk to him more. You can feel his presence. You can know that he's near. Even in fasting, I want to bring out a point. I think we was discussing it um, the other day or earlier. Um, one of the points I want to bring out is when you're fasting, do you run into temptation? Do you run into challenges? Yes, you do. And actually, sometimes you can fast and it can bring up old issues that you thought that was buried, that you no longer dealt with, and it got to bring it to the forefront, and it'll make you, if you're not careful, oh, I can't fast no more because I was at a light, and someone was arguing and hollering at me, and I called them a name that's not godly at all, and I never should have did like that. I never should have acted like that, so I give up fasting. No, God allowed you to see yourself where now now you still have this on the inside of you and you now can crucify it and put it behind you and kill that fleshly desire to make you angry like that, to make you upset, to make you have these outbursts like that. So it actually allows you to be able to see negative things that you thought that you was already over, but you're not yet completely have it out your system or your fleshly sinful nature. And that's true, um, because even during the course of this fast, God had revealed to me um, my attitude. I need to have more patience with people. I tend to to be short um, with people when I'm like, I just don't understand why they're not getting it. If I'm trying to explain something or a, a certain situation, so um, that's definitely I definitely believe that, and and that's what we need. We need correction. We need um, we need. You know, an uh, added uh, to adjustment. So um, I think that was great that you revealed that to us because people, like you said, tend to um, give up when the slightest thing that come up. So I know you have um, prior engagements and I don't want to hold you, Pastor, but is there anything else that you would like to share? And if not, would you please close us out in prayer? And I just want to tell you, I'm so thankful and grateful for you, Pastor. I thank you for being on my podcast. I thank you for laboring before God. I thank you for just everything that you do for myself and the ministry. And I know that you're a true man of God and that you can hear from God and that you... Um, have an area in healing and prophecy, and I'm just thankful that God led me to uh, Ypsilanti Community Church. Well, I'm so grateful and thankful just to be a part of this podcast, and I know God is blessing it. He said, 
pour it out. And God is indeed going to pour it out into your ministry. He's going to advance your territory. But no, I don't have anything else to say, but let us pray. The scripture allows us to know where there are two or three of us gathered together, touching and agreeing in his name, he'll be in the midst. Father God, we come to you once again, Lord God, thanking you, Lord God, for this wonderful podcast, Lord, where she can use as a platform to reach many souls, Father God. And we ask you, Lord, to touch the ones that can hear our voice over the airways in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. And Lord God, allow them to find a way to come to you, Lord, to create a closer relationship with you, Lord. I ask you to move in everyone's home under the sound of my voice right now. I ask you to touch each and every person's body under the sound of my voice right now. I ask you, Lord God, to bring breakthroughs, miracles, signs, wonders into their homes, Lord God, this day in the name of Jesus. If there's any sick among us, Lord God, we declare, we decree healing upon their body right now. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in 2024. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the breakthroughs, the miracles that you are releasing during this season, Father God. And we release angels amongst your people right now, Lord God, to help minister to your people, Father God, to help get them to the place where they need to be. Lord God, ignite them today in your awesome name, Father God. And we are so grateful and thankful, Lord God, for what you're doing. Allow your continents to shine upon them. And we ask you to bless, my God, the one that's over this website, Lord. Continue to keep her, Lord. Strengthen her. Build her, Lord God. Pour into her so she can pour into the world today. In the mighty name of Jesus, continue to use her in the prophetic anointing, Lord God. In your awesome, powerful, majestic, divine name, we pray. And we say thank you. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Pastor. And 